School started this week, and things are highly uncertain, so invite us first to pray for both students and teachers. Let us pray. O Christ, our great teacher, you dwell deep within each one of our students, in those who struggle academically and in those who excel, in those who seek attention by acting out, and in those who remain silent and try to hide from notice, in those surrounded by friends, and in those feeling lonely. Give us the grace to know your presence in each of them and to respond to their needs as you would ours. And we pray for our teachers. Almighty God, help our teachers teach with wisdom, for they help shape the mind. Equip them to teach with truth, for they help to shape the conscience. Encourage them to teach with vision, for they help to shape the future. Empower them to teach with love, for they help to shape the world. All this we ask in your most holy name. Amen. Education has played a huge part in the role of each of our lives. Where would we be today without acquiring so much of the, the things, so many of the things that we've learned in school? We sometimes think that we might know all that we possibly can know, but the reality is education is really an ongoing process. We never stop learning. We continue having moments of recognizing challenges or identifying problems. And so we learn how to overcome these challenges and to resolve the problems that need solutions. We do this every day. But the one thing that our education taught us more than to troubleshoot daily problems is that it taught us how to persevere when something is really difficult and how through our perseverance we encounter great awakenings. How through our perseverance we encounter great awakenings. Remember the time you were studying algebra or calculus and you just didn't understand the homework? Remember how you felt stuck? And so you tried and you tried and you tried and finally you got it. The solution to your homework problem was finally made abundantly clear. Or remember that time when you were learning that extremely difficult piece on the clarinet or maybe the trumpet or the piano you thought you were going to practically have to climb Mount Everest to tackle that really fast run of notes that abated you every single time you practiced. And so you kept practicing every day, every day, until one time, presto, you got it. Or that time when you worked for a cause that was so important, so important to your heart and your belief system and your values as a human being, you had labored for it for so long. Endless discussion groups, meetings, protests, fundraising campaigns, the reality of the liberty you sought you never thought would even be possible in your lifetime, and you kept at it. And then, bang, one day, finally happened. All of these types of awakenings give us a new way to perceive our lives, give us a new way to see reality, things which we did not know would be possible for us and for our world suddenly become real. In some ways, this is the experience of the disciples in today's gospel. 
Jesus and the disciples are on their way home. They're taking a break in the ancient village of Caesarea Philippi, and Jesus asked them a powerful question. Who do they say that the Son of Man is? And just like any good teacher asking a difficult question, Jesus waits for the disciples to sort through what he is asking, and they begin responding with all sorts of responses. John the Baptist? Elijah? Still, uh, wait, um, 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 maybe one of the prophets. Jesus realizes that they're giving him answers that they think he wants to hear, but in all respects, they're not really hearing him well at all. So he asks the question in a much more personal way to them. But who do you say that I am? We might imagine that there was a pause. We might assume there's a bit of silence happening. After all, to any faithful Jew speaking directly about God, the name of God, or naming someone Messiah is utter and absolute blasphemy if you get it wrong, so it might be best to say nothing and keep silent. But Peter doesn't keep silent. He says something utterly profound. You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. It's as if something he's been looking for all his life the great answer to the many challenges of life, the somehow unsolvable quest for the living God in the world has now been revealed, has now been made known, has now been identified in the life and ministry and the person of Jesus. You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus affirms what Peter is saying and tells him that he didn't learn this from any kind of earthly learning or from his daily work or from stories from others. No, he received this awakening as a gift of God's divine love. It was a spiritual awakening that happened. And because of that awakening, Peter had been given a new way to perceive life living, and practically a new way to see absolutely everything else. Things which he did not know would be possible for himself and for his world suddenly become absolutely the reality. Amazing. And through Peter's experience, the awakening he has gets passed on to us, and it is passed on through the recognition that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. God is alive and working, and acting, and revealing, and doing right now. Recognizing Jesus as the Messiah gives you power, gives you the power of knowing, spiritual knowing, new insights, new perceptions, new realities, and getting that power of knowing empowers you to do anything that you are able to take on to advancing the kingdom of God in the world for all of the family of God. In many ways, this gospel helps us take those moments like we had in our past, trying to solve difficult math problems or learning a difficult passage of music or trying to understand a new work of literature or even championing something so precious to us that almost seems unattainable. And we take all of these today and we realize that there's even more to this than we can imagine. There's even more to the solutions to the unsolvables from our past, but there is even more of an awakened hope, a literal hope where even life and love conquer death itself.
there is an awakened hope in this power of knowing Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Your life expands. Your reality expands. Your perception of the entire world expands. God is really present absolutely everywhere and in everything. And God's own ongoing desire is to bless, to affirm, to empower, to love everything and call it very good. So in today's world, we have our share of unsolved problems. We're in the middle of a pandemic and the light is still not fully at the end of the tunnel. But Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And the living God gives us an abundant portion of that life too. To live, to thrive, to be the best agents on behalf of God's divine love that we can imagine to be in this world. Think about it. In the words of Italian writer Ignacio Silone, if we treat one another in the same way that Jesus treated people, it will be as if Jesus never left this world. Absolutely true, because the Son of the living God hasn't left this world. He still is alive, and he's at work inside each of you and inside our world and all parts of our world each and every day. For us nowadays, answering Jesus' question, who do you say that I am? It might make us realize that we're not only answering his question with words, but by modeling our lives after Christ's life, treating everyone in the same way he treated people, doing the things that he did to proclaim that God was the great equalizer, and in the kingdom of God, there can be no outcasts. Praying every day, constantly, in the same way Jesus prays, so that our lives are filled with love, filled with so much love that our knowledge and love of God literally empowers us to do absolutely anything and everything for the building up of God's kingdom, for the beloved community of God's family that we encounter in the face of each and every person we meet every single day of our lives. Live your life answering Jesus's question, who do you say that I am? Live the rest of your life answering Jesus in some sort of way each and every day. Your mind will expand. Your heart will expand. Your reality will expand. And you'll never look back. Almighty God, teach us with wisdom and shape our minds. Equip us with truth and shape our conscience. Encourage us with your vision, for you help us shape the future. Empower us with love, for you help us change the world. Amen.